1: I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe... The number is 94198377. You've been listening
0: to the same. You could never understand feel the fortune flowing. You know it isn't stuck.
1: I began to feel that myself plus a bicycle equals myself plus the world upon whose spinning wheel we must all earn to ride or fall into the sluice ways of oblivion and despair. That which made me succeed with the bicycle was precisely what had made, gained me a measure of success in life. It was the hardihood of spirit that led me to begin, the persistence of will that held me to my task, and the patience that was willing to begin again when the last stroke had failed." And so i found high moral uses in the bicycle and can commend it as a teacher without pulpit or creed. She who succeeds in gaining the mastery of the bicycle will gain the mastery of life. Very good morning to all the 3CR listeners. Many thanks to Democracy Now and Amy Goodman for a wonderful show. It seems a little bit light-hearted to introduce bicycles, a topic when Yemen and Saudi Arabia and Iran and Lebanon are in... Anyway, it's a lovely Melbourne spring day. The elms are growing over. The streets are covered with trees. And I'm on my Pat Malone today here, so I'm just going to work through a couple of things gently and slowly. We'll have a bit of news. I'm going to do a couple of old-school poetry readings to help us along the way and maybe play a few songs. But first, as we always start with, a bike moment. So on a lovely Sunday morning at about 10am, I did but see the spotted Jersey ride right turn right at the intersection between Burnley Street and Bridge Road. It always surprises me actually And it makes you jump out and look actually Sometimes when you see some of those Iconic tour jerseys Worn by cyclists on the road And you don't see many climbing jerseys Ridden around Melbourne I must say Most people go for the yellow jersey Straight away I reread The Francis E. Willard quote again I must admit I read it And it's quite a famous one from a couple of years ago And of course it's it is by Frances E. Willard, How I Learned to Ride the Bicycle. And that comes from 1895. Frances E. Willard and Susan B. Anthony were the two women who started and drove the campaign for the women's vote in America. Neither of them lived long enough to see that happen. Anyway, always had a great tie with the uh, bicycle world, Frances E. Willard. The news, or what news? The news. Viewed from the saddle of the bicycle. Let's get the awful stuff done first. We're all um, uh, shocked. I'm I'm shocked by the um, severe injury the 13-year-old girl uh, bicycle rider suffered on uh, Bell Street in the middle of the week and then the subsequent four days before the driver came forward and uh, admitted they were driving the car. It was interesting that in every press report I read, in the first paragraph of every one of those news reports, it was mentioned that the 13-year-old girl wasn't wearing a helmet. I found the seat. Anyway, that that was just such a coincidence. No, it's not really. Also this week, on that same sorry note, um, Jim Freeman, who died on March 23rd this year, in part of that awful week, uh, the charges have been laid against a driver... Um, up near Wangaratta, um, somebody who didn't leave the scene of the accident. And I think it's just taken that while till those charges have been laid. On a happier note, <laughs> there has been the continuing narrative that we've, or I've been talking about here probably too much, about the um, the Russian anti doping. Um, shamozzle let's call it that um, everybody roughly knew about it but until a wonderful film or a documentary by um, Brian Fogel came to light this year called Icarus that actually in the real time filming and of the Russian um, head of the uh, Russian Wada lab Dr Gregory Rodchenkov it was actually filmed in real time so everything happened you could see it happening him fleeing from um, Russia, Brian Fogel actually playing his um, his airfare to get out of Russia before um, things closed in on him well anyway this week there's been another dump or the, one of the first dumps from another insider of enormous amount of data con- concerning all those tests that um, all those tests that ran from two thousand and twelve to August two thousand and fifteen. This evidence could be another mother load and potentially open a new dimension to the gravity of the fraud perpetuated by the Russian doping conspiracy, Travis T. Taggart, the chief executive of the United States Anti-Doping Agency, said on Friday. Clean athletes expect and deserve justice and the whole truth being brought to light. It's interesting this has been dragging on since the Sochi Winter Olympics on to Rio Olympics, and still it just keeps giving over and over again. What happens to sport? I'll be back just after this. Did you know that each donation over $2 you make to 3CR's Radiothon is tax deductible? That means that when you're doing your tax return business, you can claim your 3CR donation as a legitimate tax deduction. To make a pledge to this year's Radiothon, call the station on 9419 8377. Hello, this is Dan Sultan, and you're listening to 3CR Blackfellow Radio, Melbourne. And you're back on 3CR, the Arabug radio show, which I think I forgot to, to acknowledge at the start of the show. Now, just to um, finish off the news... No, I won't finish off the news first. Sometimes I find things of course, upon the web, that actually are just so good that you actually have to share them. Here we have from, I think it's about 1896, The Ballad of Ye Mermaiden by Emmy Baker. "'Twas a merry mermaiden, all down by the sounding sea. She wearied of combing her golden locks and of sitting around on weedy rocks. And for something new she sighed, she... Then up rose the merry mermaiden, And hired her on to the shore. She spied a cyclist riding past. His shining wheels went round so fast, And they pleased her more and more. Then out, then out spake the merry mermaiden, And out aloud she cried, Please, sir, lend me that wondrous shell On which you travel so fast and well. For I fain would learn to ride. Then down got the kindly wheeled man. I'll wait till you learn, said he, and the cyclist waits by the sounding shore, but the mermaiden comes to him nevermore, for she scorches beneath the sea
0: No one evited to all the bicycle riders in Bicycle Rider. Bicycle Rider Bike Rider, my other bike rider Bike Rider, my other bike rider Trust me, riding a bike is better Bike Rider, my other bike rider Everybody should ride bicycle.
1: Everybody should ride bicycles If you live in the city of Yarra or drive through the city of Yarra or are interested in the city of Yarra or are interested in the way how local councils now try and listen to their residents or the people that drive through some people might be aware that the council of Yarra is running a um, their course local area um I'm going to get this mixed up again, of course. What they really are doing is trying to survey your local area. In Yarra, there are there are three at the moment, I think, going on in different areas of the Yarra Council. What they're asking you to do is fill out a survey about what your local area is like. Now, a lot of local governments, Melbourne City Council, Springs to Mind, this is becoming a a better part of local government and a better way to listen to the people who actually don't get a voice on some of these things. So I'm going to run through this survey just so you're aware of exactly what they're asking you to and whether it's worth doing. So it starts off, most of the questions are about your local traffic. Have you got too much traffic? Am I concerned about speeding traffic in my street? The speed limit in my street is too high? The street is safe during the day. My street is safe during the night. My street provides good access for older persons, children in prams, persons with a disability. My street provides good access for pedestrians. My street provides good access for cyclists. My street has enough bike racks. Strongly disagree, disagree, neutral, agree or strongly disagree. My street has enough seating areas. My street has enough street parking. My street is vibrant. My street is leafy and green. So, and then it go. It actually then asks you actually how many cars you have in the in your household. How do you do most of those trips under two k or a little bit over or over two ks Do you have any comments on their aspects or it 's a very good survey which asking you specifically how can we change your local streets to make it safer for the people who live in them and the people that move for them now just because you don 't live in Yarra doesn 't mean you can 't participate in that. You can do this in person if you want to you can drop your ideas into the um, into the Yarra Council from uh, 1st of November, and that's in the Burnley backyard in Tudor Street. You can do it online at your say Yarra, Yarra Council. You can phone it in if you want, or you can email it into info at Yarra City Council. I've had a look. It's quite easy to do it on the website, and it's asking you for suggestions about how you can improve your local area. I'd encourage everybody who's got a little 15, 20 minutes and who've got a couple of ideas how to make some of those streets safer to encourage, do it yourself, and encourage other people to do it.
0: Seen. And we not little children And we know what we want And the future is certain Give us time to work it out
1: I was walking down a sizzling road the sun popped like a field of blazing maize. The earth was hot, an infinite cycle, with an empty blue sky overhead. A few pa- a few bicycles passed me by, the only insects in that dry moment of summer. Silent, swift, translucent, they barely stirred the air. Workers and girls were riding to their factories, giving their eyes to summer, their heads to the sky, sitting on the hard beetle backs of the whirling bicycles that whirred as they rode by bridges, rose bushes, branches and midday. I thought about evening, when the boys wash up, eat, raise a cup of wine in honour of love and life and waiting at the door, the bicycle stilled because only moving does it have a soul. And fallen there, it isn't a translucent insect humming through summer, but a cold skeleton that will will return to life only when it's needed, when it's light, that is, with the resurrection of each day. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to move on. That's um, Ode to Bicycle by Pablo Neruda, um, which I've always loved, that idea that a bicycle is not really a bicycle until it's up, moving, doing something, moving through that cold or in Melbourne's coast, beautiful summer weather. It has all the latest fixings, barrel hubs and narrow tread. It weighs under 20 pounds or less, is as rigid as the dead. It's the every newest pattern and the very latest grade. And it cost you all the money in the last three months you made. So you wheel it from the agents and your bosom swells with pride as you mount it by the curbside and you start its maiden ride. Past the trains, the cars, the traffic, and everything you've sped, till you see a man with rubber pedals, plugging slowly on ahead. He's forty years of age, and of antiquated stock, sitting bolt upright, sitting upright, sitting upright as a soldier and bandy as a jock. He is wobbly, he is shifty, and his handlebars are wired. From crank to crank his tread is 18 inches and his frame is a pattern that was popular when first the safety came. As you gain upon him you are thinking, I must show how a good man on a jigger that is up to date can go. So you fold your arms and pass him in an attitude of grace, when a beatific smile across his open whiskered face Makes your conscience somehow smite you, as across his track you whiz, lest you show him, you, lest you show him perhaps too harshly, what an utter mug he is. And then you think that he is about a hundred yards behind. The man with rubber pedals goes completely from the from your mind. The darkness till the darkness at your elbow, and the rattling in your ear shows a man with rubber pedals, still battling in the rear. So you think with some resentment, this is not as it should be, this man with rubber pedals, taking all his pace from me. Such presumption is opposed to all the honours of the game, and if I show him up, then he's got himself to blame. So you drop your arms and lightly touch the nickled head with ankling calculated just to kill that fellow dead. But after a mile or so, you're astonished to feel that man with rubber pedals hanging calmly on your wheel. So you argue out the question, you're busted to confess, that the man is up to scratch with the fitness of the best. Still for such as him to push you is a thing you can't allow. He's asked for pace and holy Moses won't he get it now You drop your head twelve inches, grip hand grip your handlebars, tight and lift as your calves and biceps swell by jingo don't you shift? Till you reckon you've left him and it's time and it's nearly time to slack when you hear the cussed rattle of his mudguards at your back. He can hold his own at sprinting, that's proved beyond a doubt, so the only way to beat him is to simply wear him out. You set a nice 240 beat and to yourself you hiss, that man with rubber pedals can't stand many miles of this. As the townships travel past you and the milestones rise ahead, till your thighs are working stiffly and you're feeling pretty dead. Still you force your pedalling even and your handlebars you clinch, but the man with rubber pedals hasn't shifted, not an inch. At last, in view of traffic and the fast approaching night, you decide that it's best to take the turning to the right. As you turn around, he passes, upright as the just, with that beatific smile of his still glowing through the dust. Be you cycling in San Sui, he'll be there to do you bad. He is on St Kilda Road and every western camel pad. Be you cycling in the country, be you cycling in the town that man with rubber pedals will be there to bring you down.
0: Pedal your blues away Forget all your troubles away
1: was Mulga Bill from Eagle Hawk that caught the cycling craze. He turned away the good old horse that served him many days. He dressed himself in cycling clothes, was re- re- pleasant to be seen. He hurried off to town and bought a shining new machine. And, it, and as he wheeled it through the door with an air of lordy pride, the, sh- the grinning shop assistant said, Excuse me, can you ride? See here, young man," said Mulgabill, "From Wolgot to the sea, from Conroy's Gap to Castle Ray, Castle Ry- Castle Ry- there's none can ride like me. I'm good all round at everything, and everybody knows. Though I'm not, although I'm not the one to talk, I hate a man that blows." But riding is my special gift, my chiefest soul delight. Just ask a wild duck, can it swim? A wild cat, can it fight? There's nothing clothed in hair or hide, or built of flesh or steel. There's nothing walks or jumps, or runs on axle, hood or wheel. But what I'll sit while while hide will hold, and girths and straps are tight. I'll ride this here two-wheel concern right straight away at sight. T'was Mulgabill from Eagle Hawk that sought his own abode, that perched above the dead man's creek beside the mountain road. He turned the cycle down the hill and mounted for the fray, but ere he'd gone a dozen yards, and it bolted clean away. It left the track and through the trees, just like a silver streak. It whistled down the awful slope towards the dead man's creek. It shaved a stump by half an inch, dodged a big white box. The very wallaroos, in fright, went scrambling up the rocks. The wombats hiding in their caves dug deeper underground as Mulgabil as white as chalk, sat tight to every bound. It struck a stone, it gave a spring that cleared a fallen tree, and raced beside a preposite as close as close could be. And then as Mulgabil let out one last despairing shriek, it made a leap of twenty feet into the dead man's creek was Mulga Bill from Eagle Hawk that slowly swam ashore. He said, I've had some narrow shaves and lively rides before. I've rode a wild bull round the yard to win a five pound bet, but this was the most awful ride that I've encountered yet. I'll give that two-wheeled outlaw best, it's shaken all my nerve. To feel it whistle through the air and plunge and buck and swerve. It's safe at rest in Dead Man's Creek, we'll leave it lying still. A horse's back is good enough henceforth for Mulga Bill. from the Arab Bug Radio Show this week. Chris will be along next week. Faith and myself will be back the week after. Thanks for your patience and I hope you enjoyed a couple of those um, old kooky poems. Next up is Jailbreak.
0: You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.